The following is a KNON Theater of the Air production in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. And now, Gunsmoke. Chester gets fooled. Around Dodge City and in the territory of the West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Mr. Dillon? Hello, Chester. Very glad you're back, sir. Only been gone a couple of hours, Chester. That's all it takes, a couple of hours. Honey Becker's been shot, sir. Honey Becker? You know him. That little sodbuster lives out near Clear Spring. Oh. He's up at Doc's. You want to see him? Tell me about it, Chester. All I know is he was gambling this morning over at the Texas Trail. He left there a little afternoon, and then some fellas found him laying in an alley with a bullet in him. Can he talk? No, sir. He's been unconscious the whole time. But Doc's working on him in here. Hello, Matt. How is he, Doc? He's dead, Matt. About ten minutes ago. Honey Becker. Who would have shot a harmless little man like that? Harmless is right. He didn't even have a pocket knife on him. And besides, he was shot in the back. Maybe it was an accident of some kind. Accident? Chester. I once tried to save a man who'd pulled a scythe across the back of his neck by accident. And yes, I... I remember a boy who fell between the slats of a fence and got hung. But I never heard of a man shooting himself in the back by accident. I meant maybe somebody else done it, Doc. Of course somebody else did it. I know that. I meant by mistake. Oh, Chester, Chester. Are you sure you've been keeping your hat on when you're walking around in the sun? You're mad because Annie Backer died on you, Doc. Well, there was nothing I could do to save him. He bled to death inside. You did what you could, Doc. Well, yes, well, I, I think I did. Did I say anything? Anything at all? No, Matt. He never opened his eyes. Well, he was shot in the back, so it wasn't anybody he was fighting with. I don't know, Mr. Dillon. Annie was fighting, or at least having an argument over cards this morning with that gambler. What's his name? Al Clovis, over at the Texas Trail. Was? Why didn't you say so before, Chester? I never heard of Al Clovis. He's only been here about a week, Doc. Chester, you wait here. I'm going over the Texas Trail. Looking for somebody, Matt? Hiya, Kitty. Al Clovis here? I was wondering when you'd get around to him. What do you mean? I heard about Annie Baker. 
and Al Clovis threatened him this noon, just before Arnie went out and got shot. It almost seemed like Al was trying to start a fight with him, Matt. Where was Clovis when it happened? He wasn't in here. Kitty, you know Al Clovis better than I do. Would you say he's the kind of man who'd murder Arnie Becker because of an argument over cards? You know, shoot him in the back? I don't know him that well, Matt. Maybe he had another reason to kill him, if he did. Shooting little Arnie Becker is like shooting a pet deer. It makes about as much sense. Yeah, but usually when a man gets murdered, there's a reason of some kind for it. You mean it'd take more than plain anger to follow a man down an alley and shoot him in the back? Ordinarily it would. Al Clovis must have wanted Ani dead for some special reason, Matt. Maybe Ani had something on him. Maybe. He was in here a while ago, but he left. I'll find him. He might be at the depot, Matt. At the depot? He said something about going to St. Louis now that everything's been taken care of here. I didn't know what he meant at the time, but he said it loud, and I know the train leaves at 4.30. About that now, isn't it? Maybe he said it just to throw you off his trail. I'll find out. See you later, Kitty. Better hurry, Matt. One more car to go, Mr. Dillon. If Al Clovis ain't in there, he ain't on this train. He might have fooled me after all, Chester. Yes, sir. He could be riding west while we're riding east. But we'll never find him if he is. Let's take a look into this car before we walk in there, Chester. Yes, sir. I sure don't see him. Not in there, I don't. Unless that's him down there lying back with his hat pulled over his face. Could be. It better be. Come on, Chester. Okay, okay, sir. Wake up, mister. Come on, come on, wake up. Quit bothering me. What do you want? Marshall Dillon? What are you doing here? Keep your hands on your knees, Clovis. Tight. What's this all about, Marshall? You carrying a gun? Why should I carry a gun? We found them, by golly. Very last man. Hello, Clovis. You here too, Chester? Stand up, Clovis. Go on, stand up. All right, all right, all right, right. but what for? All right, search him, Chester. Yes, sir. Keep to one side of him, out of my way. Don't you try nothing, Clovis. Why should I? I told you I wasn't armed, Marshal. Nothing on him, sir. All right, okay, you can sit down, Clovis. I don't understand this, Marshal. What are you looking for? I'm looking for the man who murdered Arnie Becker this afternoon. <laughs> you mean you followed me on this train because you thought I killed Arnie? <laughs> About 100 miles to Great Bend, Clovis. We'll get off there and take tomorrow's train back to Dodge. Hey, you're making a big mistake, Marshal. And while you're riding up and down this railroad, whoever did kill Arnie Becker's leaving the country for good, and you'll never catch him now. What you're trying to say is that you don't admit to killing him yourself. I'm not a murderer, Marshal. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. 
You heard, uh, Honey and I had a little argument this morning, right? Didn't you? Sure, but that doesn't prove anything. I argue with lots of men. You threatened to kill him. <laughs> that was just to scare him. He was being kind of stubborn about it. Yeah, you know, those farmers. But I suppose it takes a stubborn man to grow potatoes. If you're so innocent, why'd you announce everything had been taken care of and that you were going to St. Louis? Did I say that, Marshal? You know, Clovis, it'd always kick you in the head and take you back to Dodge in a sack. Oh. Yeah. Now, why'd you run? I'm not running. There's no reason why I should. That's the truth, Marshal. Where were you when Ani Becker was killed? I was wondering when you'd ask me that. I suppose you've got an alibi? I was... You know, Mr. Botkin, don't you, Marshal? I'll too. Botkin's run the Dodge Bank ever since it was an old whiskey barrel. I was with him in his office at the bank, Marshal. I suppose you'll take his word for it. Sure I will. We were discussing the money I placed in the bank when I arrived in Dodge about a week ago. Five thousand dollars, Marshal. Mr. Botkin is going to transfer it to St. Louis for me. Chester? Yes, sir? Go tell the engineer to stop this train at James Crossing. Stop the train? There's a ranch about a mile from there where we can borrow some horses. But I thought you said we were spending the night at Great Bend, Marshal. I've changed my mind, Clovis. The story doesn't make sense, and I want to get back to Dodge and find out why. Must be almost midnight, Mr. Dillon. It sure is, and I'm tired. I haven't been on a horse in years. Well, why didn't you say so, Clovis? We'd have borrowed a wagon for you. Never mind, Chester. Take him down to the jail and lock him up. I'm going to stop here at Mr. Botkin's house. His light's still on. You want me to go with you, Marshal? I'll let you know what he has to say, Clovis. I'll be along in a little while, Chester. Who is it? Matt Dillon. Well, Marshal, come on in. I wouldn't have bothered you this late, Mr. Botkin, but I saw your light was on and I figured you're still up. Up? Of course I'm up. How could I sleep tonight? Why? What's wrong? Where have you been, Marshal? Whole town of Dodge has been looking for you. It's a fine time for you to go riding off somewhere, I must say. Tell me what happened. What happened? Don't you even know yet? What are you doing here at my house? If you'll calm down, I'll tell you. You'll tell me? Maybe I'd better tell you, Marshal. While you were out gallivanting around on the prairie, my bank was held up. What? About five o'clock, just as we were closing. Three men, they got away with over $25,000. Every cent of cash I had in the vault, Marshal. How'd they get away? Didn't anybody try to follow them? They tied me and the cashiers up so tight they were miles out of town before we could get loose. A few men saw them leave, but they were too afraid to do anything about it. And of course, the United States Marshal wasn't even in town. Did you get a look at them? No, they were masked. Nobody I found can even identify their horses. They're gone, Marshal, with $25,000. Look, Mr. Botkin, I came here to ask you a question. It might have something to do with your bank being robbed. No. Well, what is it? Was Al Clovis with you in your office about noon today? Clovis? Yes, he was. For a couple of hours. Why? He had some money on deposit? $5,000 cash. Of course, that's gone, too. That's part of the money they took. I'm afraid Clovis is broke now, along with me and a whole lot of other people. Uh, maybe he isn't as broke as you think. He's broke. Unless you get that money back, Marshal. 
I've got an idea. I might find it for you, Mr. Botkin. And it won't take very long either. I got Clovis locked up, Mr. Dillon. He won't be taking any more trains for a while. Good. What did you find out from Mr. Botkin? I'll tell you and Clovis at the same time, Chester. He's right in the first cell. Well, uh, Marshal, come to turn me loose? Mr. Botkin says your alibi's good, Clovis. If you'd believe me in the first place, you'd have saved us a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. Well, let me up. I don't want to spend the night here. Oh, get used to it, Clovis. You're going to be spending a lot of nights in there. What? At least a month or two of them. Uh, no, 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 you can't keep me here, Marshal. It's illegal. Is it? Of course it is. Well, maybe you know more about the law than I do, Clovis. But I run this jail, and you're going to stay here a long time. And what's more, I'm going to tell the whole town where you are. Come on, Chester. Hey, hey, Marshal, Marshal! I, I demand you release me at once! I want you to hear me! Come back here! It'll cost you your job. Marshal, you can't do this. Marshal! Marshal! Shut the door, Chester. Marshal! You really going to keep him locked up, Mr. Dillon? I am. But he ain't done nothing. I mean, if Mr. Botkin said he was with him... Clovis didn't kill Annie Becker, if that's what you mean. Then why don't you turn him loose? Chester, the bank was robbed of $25,000 today. It was? Just after we got on the train. It looks to me like Annie Becker was murdered just to get me to follow Al Clovis out of town. Well, we'll find out in a few minutes. I don't think Clovis can stand the idea of sitting in jail while his partners ride off with all that money. You mean he was supposed to get out of here and meet them as soon as his alibi was made good? That's the only way it makes sense to me. Marshal! Marshal Dillon! Well, that didn't take as long as I thought. Come on. Yeah, Marshal, I, I gotta talk to you. All right. Go ahead. You really going to keep me here in jail? You mean that? If that's all you wanted, don't bother me again. Uh, uh, Mar Marshal, no, no, okay. Don't go, Marshal. I'll talk to you, please. Come on. Come on, come on. What do you want, then? It's late, Clovis. I want to get to bed. Marshal, I'll make a deal with you. About what? If I can help you get back whatever was stolen from the bank today, can I keep my 5000 out of it? How'd you know the bank was robbed, Clovis? You're smart, Marshal. I can tell you got this all figured out, uh, holding me in jail and all. <laughs> but I'm smart, too. Are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> smart enough to know that you need me as much as I need you. <laughs> You'll never find those men without me, Marshal. But I can take you to where they are, and I'll identify them for you. Why? All I want out of it is my $5,000. That's mine. You can do what you like with the rest. The court will have to decide about your 5000 not me. Hmm. You think there's a chance I might get it? I don't know. You're a gambler, aren't you? It'll help my showing you where they are, won't it? Yeah, that'll help. Okay. I'm supposed to meet them tonight or early tomorrow, Marshal. They won't wait longer than that. Who are they, Clovis? They're not friends of mine, Marshal. Never saw them before two weeks ago in St. Louis. And they're all hiding behind summer names. 
How far away is the meeting place? It's an old cabin about 20 miles from here. They're there now? Nobody stopped them there, did they? No, thanks to you. But I'm helping you now, Marshal. If I find your partners, you are. Go get our horses, Chester. We going out there tonight, Mr. Dillon? Would you rather try it in broad daylight? No, sir. You sure you can find this cabin, Clovis? I made this ride out here one night just to be sure, Marshal. I can't hardly see nothing. Wish that moon wasn't all scudded up with clouds. Jester, you still don't understand that if you can see them, they can see you. I know. You're right, Mr. Dillon. Sure looks like the rain, though. We're almost there. Good. Uh, Marshal. Yep. How are you gonna take them, you know, three men and all? What's the matter, Clovis? You getting scared? You know what they'll do to me if you don't take them, Marshal? Like I said, you're a gambler, aren't you? Hey, hey, look, uh, why don't you give me a gun? I'll help you. We'll manage. You can trust me, Marshal. I'm on your side now. <laughs> Clovis, I wouldn't trust a man like you if you were in church praying. Uh, uh wait. Somewhere over there. Yeah, yeah, there it is. That little clump of elder. The cabin's in there. See the light? You sure that's it? Of course I am. Let's get down. Chester, I'm going up on foot to have a look. You stay here with Clovis. Okay, Mr. Dillon. Ooh, what if they hear him and come out and shoot him? Mr. Dillon ain't exactly green at this game, Clovis. Hey, they wouldn't kill me. They'd burn me or something first. Can't blame them much. I wish I'd stayed in jail. Wish I'd just let them keep the money. Something's sure to go wrong here. Unless maybe I outsmart them. You ain't gonna outsmart nobody, Clovis. But forget about it. Okay, okay, whatever. Never saw a darker night than this is. No? Neither did I. Get off! Get off! What's the matter? Oh, my horse, he's, he's standing on my foot. Ah. Well, push him off. I can't. Help me out, Chester. Oh, for pity's sake. Move him, that's all you have to do. Yeah. Here, where are you going? Clovis. <laughs> I got your gun, Chester. Now shut up and don't move. No, give me that gun. Shut up, I said. That's better. <laughs> What's that? Thunder, Clovis. But you'll be hearing a different kind when Mr. Dillon gets back here. He's not coming back here. We're going to him. And if he shoots anybody, it'll be you. Because you're going to be right in front of me. Like this. All right? Start walking, Chester. That's far enough. Stop here. We'll pick up the marshal now and go on to the cabin. Now call him and tell him you're fixed. Go on. Call him. Mr. Dillon! Mr. Dillon! He ain't around here. Yes, he is. Tell him! Go on! Clovis got my gun, Mr. Dillon. Tell him if he doesn't walk over here with his hands up, I'll shoot you. He's gonna take us both to the cabin, Mr. Dillon. He says he'll shoot me. You heard him, Marshal, and I'll kill him sure if you try anything. He ain't close enough, I tell you. 
He's probably clear up there at the cabin. Okay, okay. Start walking, Chester. Straight ahead. Once I get inside the cabin, he'll have to give up. Unless he wants you dead. You hurt, Chester? No, sir. His gun went off when you hit him. All right. Get the gun. Quick. I got it, Mr. Dillon. Come on. Let's get on up to that cabin. They know we're out here now. They're getting away, Mr. Dillon. They're gone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I just don't know what to say. Don't say anything. Let's just try to find our horses. We'll get Clovis later. We'll never find them horses in the dark this way. Brain. Well, that's it. There won't be a track left now. There go three killers, $25,000. Mr. Dillon, I feel awful about that. How'd he get your gun away from you anyway? Well, sir, he said his horse was standing on his foot. So I... So you walked up and let him pull your gun right out of the holster. Yes, sir. Kind of the way it happened. Mr. Dillon, you should have let him take me to the cabin. They'd have killed me, but you could have caught them. They went and got away like they did. I know. I was close enough to hear what Clovis said. Well, then, why did you save me? Everything had been okay if you hadn't. Yeah, everything would have been okay. Well, almost everything, Chester. Let's just don't stand here in the rain talking about it. Come on. My, what a terrible mess. It was my choice, Chester, not yours. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Dillon. Mr. Dillon, would you like a whorehound drop? been listening to a KNON Theater of the Air production of Gunsmoke, Chester Gets Fooled. The cast for this show, Mike Damasio played Matt Dillon, Rob Frey played Chester Proudfoot, Retrado played Kitty, Ken Schwartz played Doc, Daniel Lunt played Al Clovis, and Corey McElroy played Mr. Bodkin. The KNON Theater of the Air is made possible by the generous support of Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano. This is your announcer, Sam Baker. <laughs>